This is Men Making Health a Priority, presented by All of Us Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement and Health Partnerships on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Good day and welcome to Men Making Health a Priority. Today's is something that I never thought that I would hear intersecting, but I knew I was in a room with with Dr. Easter, so (laughs) I I knew something like this would pop up. Um, Men Making Health a Priority, welcome to the new 1017 The Truth, sponsored by UW All of Us Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement. My co-host, of course, is none other than the the, uh, magnanimous Bashir Easter. Magnanimous. MBA, ABA, RQA, PhD, <laughs> all these, all these uh, acronyms behind his name. But the, but the best thing that I thought today, and I actually have to say it's about time, is we have a guest today that, that in the back of my mind, I'm sure men have always thought about intersecting or figuring out how health and the spiritual side of mm-hmm. us kind of connects. And we talk about it, but we never really do anything about it. We never really say, you know what? Let me sit down and look at this from a health perspective where I would use the same things that I would use in my faith walk, in my health walk. Mm-hmm. And so we have a guest today. I'm excited. He's a doctor of neuropathic medicine, digestive health specialist. Uh, it It is, is exciting for me to present Dr. Jerome Williams, MD. How are you today, sir? I am doing very, very well today. I appreciate you having me here today as a guest. And uh, that is actually naturopathic medicine. Um, Naturopathic. What did I say? Yes. What did I say? You said neuropathic. Neuropathic. Naturopathic. Okay. (laughs) That's all right. But yeah, thank you for having me. It's really good to be here. I stand corrected. And, And I guess that's one of those things that we'll have to do in the future now, right? We have to do the neuropathic thing. So outstanding. <laughs> so, so when you say naturopathic, what, what, what exactly is that? What are, what, what are we talking about? How that equates to men and health? So, naturopathic medicine uh, is really equivalent to homeopathic uh, modalities. Homeopathic, you know, natural uh, medicines, and not. Uh, uh, medicine, not pharmaceuticals, no, nothing to do with pharmaceuticals. Uh, and it, it's kind of a step in a different direction from Western medicine, you know, uh, you know, drugs and surgery and that kind of thing is something that we stay away from uh, in the homeopathic world. We look to uh, nutrition and we look to er- uh, herbs. We look to air, fresh air, clean water uh, and proper preparation of foods, sunlight, uh, and, and, and vitamins and minerals and that type of thing, and making sure you get enough of each, understanding how the body utilizes all of the above. So I'm also looking at digestive health specialists with BLDY by Christ Ministries, where body is an acronym for Believers Overcoming Destructive Yokes. Yes, that's a ministry that I participate in. We do a Wednesday night uh, international uh, Zoom call uh, with participants from around the world, uh, who come in to learn about nutrition and learn about, uh, you know, homeopathic modalities, about uh, herbs. We teach them about uh, everything under the sun uh, that would be beneficial to their health. We also talk about high blood pressure and diabetes. We talk about weight management. 
uh, and things like that. We do presentations and we show videos and things to back up kind of what we say. Uh, and we uh, allow them to have testimonies of what we've taught them, how it's worked in their lives. And we allow them to uh, ask questions that we answer. And if we can't answer it right then, then they can send an email in to us and we will uh, research it and get back to them because, you know, nobody really knows everything. Uh, right off the top of their head. Sometimes we got to go to our physicians, desk references and things like that and do a little research to get an answer to them. But that's kind of the purpose of the Body by Christ ministry. And so as we end Black History Month, and we're, we're actually taking a look at the Bible as a history book and, and what it means to your health. There are a lot of examples of a lot of things, miracles and things of that nature in the Bible. But why are we really talking about the intersection of the Bible and health is it is it something you do in church or is it something you preach teach what 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 exactly is that so if you think about it uh the first thing that caused sickness and illness to enter a man's body was uh was sin and that first sin was food it was it was what was eaten so food uh and the violation of food was the first sin and so uh food plays a you know what we eat has a great big role in, in our overall health. And so uh, we need to look to the creator of our bodies uh, in order to, you know, you know, you, you, you look to the, to the owner's manual in order to find out, you know, how it's operated and, and the best way to take care of it. What kind of fuel do I put in my car? What kind of oil? What kind of tire should I put on? You know, you look to the owner's manual. Well, the Bible is the uh, owner's manual for our bodies. And so the Bible has a whole lot to say. Our, our Heavenly Father has a lot to say about how to take care of our bodies, and that's why there is an intersection between the Bible uh, and our health and what we should or should not eat. So would you agree that the Bible is, is, is like about real people with real stories and real instances, which then gives off real instruction? Yes, I, I look at the Bible as the inerrant or errorless Word of God. A lot of people may have a problem with that, but um, that's a different show, a different topic. But I look at the Bible as that is the standard. If you want to know, you know, what's right, if you want to know the right way to do something, if it's there for teaching, for correction. I mean, it, it, there's a lot of things in the Bible uh, that the Bible has to teach us. And yes, um, I see the Bible as the guidebook, the guideline for everything that we do. And it doesn't matter what the topic is. It's in the Bible. So he said, okay, so let me, let me think back. So I need to, let me see. Sin came through food, food, gluttony, gluttony, my steak. All right. So, <laughs> so, so Dr. Williams can't come on the show no more. I can't get, I can't get rid of Bashir Easter because it's his show. I mean, so, so people, people look at that and they think, you know, it's it when we talk about food, when we talk about all the things that impact us. But but Dr. Easter, that's exactly what all of us is about. That's what's correct. what's your perspective of of scripture, Christian scripture intersecting with how we live and breathe and eat? When Vivian made this connection to uh, Dr. Williams and we had the first discussion of it, my eyes just lit up. And the reason why I remember we talked about all those sessions, we had talked about the mind, body and spirit. Right. We talked about you can't separate them. They all go together. And so we start talking about what are the main things that we're doing and what are the main things we're doing is what we put in our bodies It's immediately what we eat and what we eat. We can say at the time of our life that we have lived 
everything we have eaten has done something to our body, mm-hmm. right? The issue is, is the men don't even recognize. They keep pushing off. Oh, I'm getting that, that ache in my leg or, you know what, they just told me now I got gout and all that stuff like that. But why do you have gout? Right. It's because of the things that you eat. So with all of us is the holistic view of that individual It's like your environment, you know, your relationships that you have and stuff like that. But it also talks about what are you specific when we talk about precision, what's precise to you, even with all the things that we discuss, it still comes down to what makes you tick. You know, what are you, your numbers look like? How is, is it impacting um, you as an individual? I can't do the same things that you, you do, right? We had mm-hmm. the quick little discussion about me having um, allergies, right? And, and stuff like that. Right. And starting to understand is why do I really have allergies? I started learning about is what I also, what I eat is the milk. If that milk is one of the main issues that I'm having some issues with allergies. This is because I started to learn more about myself. And so with all of us, what it does is it gets us to do what? It's to get back your data. We talked about that being your DNA. So m- more of it being the, the 59 genes of your hereditary risk and then your seven genes of medication sensitivity. That is important information that we should have to then go on to say, how do I actually use this body that God has given us and what do I need to put in it and what do I need to make sure that does not go in it as well? Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just watching my list of food just, just, just go away, right? That's right. Smaller and smaller. So, but, but what we're not trying to do is turn people away mm-hmm. or have people think this is church or y'all talking about Christianity mm-hmm. when, in, when in fact, uh, there are, there are other religions and other beliefs that, that are, Parallel mm-hmm. to understanding, even even before we were here, how you eat the plants that you eat, mm-hmm. the foods that you eat, how they avoided certain foods That's correct. and ate other foods, and how the Bible directs us that, you know, whether you're living under grace or not, there's just some stuff you, you probably shouldn't eat. That's correct. Right? And so how can I know when God is speaking to me, Dr. Williams, how do I know God is speaking to me through the word? As it relates to my health. Well, uh, you made a good correlation there. God does speak to us through his word primarily, and his word speaks specifically to health. I mean, you don't have to guess. Um, for example, one of the things that our director, James Tate, uh, for Body by Christ teaches is that we should always pay attention and make sure we have the Genesis 129 foods, where it says that uh, God says, I'll give you every seed bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that is uh, that has fruit with seed in it they will be yours for food uh i mean that's pretty clear we're mm-hmm. to eat fruits and vegetables and and then the leaves are for the healing you know, there's a lot of healing in in the in the leaves uh and so yes uh, we just need to pay attention to what the bible says about what we should put in our bodies and then do that you'll find when you have ailments and illnesses it generally comes from what the bible has prohibited us from eating I find that clear and decisive, but if I'm not Christian, what do I do? What what well, part of the spirituality side, if for, for lack of a better phrase, myself as a Christian, how how do you convey that to men that are that are hearing you? Well, there's you know if if you if you've made a decision to not be a Christian, what you can do there's lots of books and texts, there's lots of videos, there's a lot of things that you can you can look to that speak to your health. 
uh, part of the problem is that there's so much out there, so much information out there. You really need to be able to be sensitive to what's good for you. Sometimes it's trial and error. I don't like trial and error, but if you're not going to go with the author of the creation of your body, the Bible, I, I would I would say, you know, trial and error may be the, the way that you need to look um, in order to see what works for you. There is a there's more universal way of knowing what's not good for you, and and that's not you know you, you know we we don't drink or eat things that we know will take us out of here. Um, but uh, there's also things we we people are educated enough to know we need to look through fruits and vegetables and uh, clean fresh water and that type of thing uh, to keep ourselves healthy. You want to know more? You can look in those areas. It's not complicated. Men making health a priority. Our guest is Dr. Jerome Williams and Dr. Bashir Easter. Our co-host main host the man that got me into all this stuff yeah testing and poked (laughs) and prodded and and together we can work to make even even you understand what it is god wants you to know about your body and your health sponsored Mm -hmm. by uw all of us milwaukee at the center for community engagement you're listening to men making health a priority on the new 1017 the truth we'll be right back This is Men Making Health a Priority, presented by All of Us Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement and Health Partnerships on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Welcome back to Men Making Health a Priority on the new 1017 The Truth. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. I'm here with Dr. Bashir Easter and Dr. Jerome Williams. We are sponsored by the UW All of Us Milwaukee at the Center for community engagement. We've been talking about the intersection of the Bible and health and your spirituality and health and all of us and health. You 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 get the mm-hmm. it's about men's health. And so I got some I got a couple questions. Dr. Easter, you can answer. Dr. Williams, you can you can chime in. What it's I didn't think about it until I read it. What's the difference between fruit and vegetables? What do they do? How do they interact? Why is it some people are allergic to one and not the other? Like, what what exactly is that, Dr. Bashir? No, it's not on me. That's going to be doctor. Dr. Williams going to tell you that. He's going to tell you that. All I know the difference is, is, okay. is one, um, you talk about seeds, right? You Some some have seeds and some that don't. I know that I've learned that some are even hybrid, like they've been created. They're not even uh, the general terms of what God created as mm-hmm. a fruit or a vegetable. Mm-hmm. And those things I've learned about it is, is there are some of them are giving us uh, it's not the H2O. It's like an H3O. It's you're giving, getting more of. Uh, you're talking about the hydration that you actually need from these items uh, to be able to help you in the process of of uh, just your healing in your body as well. And then also uh, learn myself about cucumbers. Like one of those the cucumbers are more a way for like they're uh, we're um, they give off an energy or electricity into our body that we actually need. So that's just some of the stuff I'm learning from it. But Doc, you tell me if I'm right or wrong. So so what I'm hearing, Dr. Williams, is that there's a difference between even between fruit and vegetables of them being natural and really unnatural. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly correct. Oh, um, come on. And, see, I wasn't that far off. <laughs> no, you were right on it. In fact, I'm like, he's, he's taking everything I wanted to mention. Sorry but about no. that. Go ahead. So looking at fruits and vegetables, yes, there. Uh, for example, there's three different main types of fruit. You have your stringent fruits, 
you have your antioxidant fruit, you have your phytonutrient fruit. Uh, and it's important to understand the difference. Um, one thing fruits do is they expel toxins through the four channels of elimination, being the bladder, the colon, the skin, and the mouth. Fruits are electrical. And he's right. Fruits have, you know, generally when we drink water, we drink H2O, but fruits have H3O2. Okay, I missed the two. More hydrating. And the, and the, the wonderful thing about H3O2 is that if you're overhydrated, it will regulate that. If you're underhydrated, it'll bring you back up to par. It kind of balances things out. Very, very, very powerful uh, fruit juices. And, and the difference, one of the main differences between uh, fruits and vegetables is the amount of energy. Um, the vegetables typically have what we call 9,000 angstroms of energy. Uh, angstrom is just a unit of measurement for electricity, where fruit has 12,000 angstroms of, of energy. It needs more energy because it is healing. Uh, fruit has lots of water. Vegetables don't. Mm -hmm. Vegetables also mm -hmm. have cellulose. They, they have fiber. Uh, and need the action of the pancreas in order to be digested, where fruit doesn't. Fruit literally bypasses the pancreas, gives the pancreas a break because it has the ability, the sugar and fruit, fructose has the ability to penetrate the cell directly mm -hmm. without the presence of insulin. It does not need insulin to penetrate the cell and give you energy. So it's much more uh, healing. And for example, your astringent fruits, you know, things like grapes, pulls mucus out of the body, mm -hmm. helps to destroy cancer. In fact, the seeds of grapes have tataric acid around them, and they, they use tataric acid to make the polio vaccine. Mm -hmm. It's very, very virus-attacking. Gets rid of viruses. Pomegranates, tangerines, oranges, mangoes, limes, um, grapefruit, which, by the way, is very good for uh, prostate issues for us men. Green apples, pears, peaches, all of these pineapples, all of these are um, astringent fruits. And you have antioxidant fruits like all your berries, blueberries, blackberries, mulberries. I remember my grandmother had a mulberry tree in her backyard. She used to make mulberry pies, mm -hmm. strawberries, juniper berries. And, oh, juniper berries are beautiful. If you get an herbalist that knows what they're doing to make you a, an herbal compound with juniper berries, juniper berries can rebuild the kidneys in 11 months. So you have a brand new set of kidneys. I've watched so many people come off of dialysis with mm -hmm. the proper combination use of uh, juniper berries. You have cherries. Cherries are good for removing uh, uric acid from the joints. So anyone who suffers with gout might want to include cherries uh, in their diet. And then you have your goji berries. I mean, the list goes on and on. And then you have your phytonutrient fruits, which is watermelon, uh, watermelons, uh, cucumber, which is a, a melon. A lot of people don't know mm -hmm. that. Cantaloupe honeydew, uh, bitter melon, these things um, can, they have an enzyme in them that uh, cleanses the nephron membranes in the kidneys. Your kidneys, each kidney has 75 miles of nephron membranes for a total of 150 in both kidneys if you happen to have both kidneys. Watermelon uh, is good for that, but when you eat melons, you need to remember, best to eat them in the morning, best to eat them alone and give it two hours to digest before you put anything else in your stomach. And I was, doc, I was just saying that, Doc, and my understanding is when you eat those, you're not supposed to eat both at the same time. They're supposed to be separated to my No, no, no. No, if it's a melon, like it's a cucumber, melon. like okay. a watermelon, like honeydew, you can eat them together. Uh, you can juice them. You can freeze them, whatever, and eat them cold. But you don't want to eat them with other fruits Got or it. vegetables or meat. 
just want to eat melons by themselves. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I was I learned in some of the uh, my understanding of that as well is that if you have any of the fruits that are they say genetically modified where they're not producing seeds or having seeds, you should stay away from those. Correct? Like they have the seedless watermelons and certain items that have taken the seeds away. Is that true as well? That's very true. You should avoid them if you can. The problem is <clears throat> in today's society we cannot always avoid them, and so some fruits that don't have seeds are better than not having the fruit at all. Got it. So if you can only get seedless watermelon or seedless grapes, then then having that is better than not having it at all. But if you can get it with the seed, eat it with the seed. Uh, be careful with some of the seeds, like in a papaya. Papaya is excellent, and you can eat the seeds. They have a lot of digestive mm-hmm. enzymes, mm-hmm. but you don't want to eat papaya seeds constantly, all the time. Because it can be overwhelming, just like, you know, too much of anything is, is, yeah. is overwhelming to the body. So you have to be careful with that. I want to go back to something you said, and it made me think. You mentioned fruit and fruit juice, and then you mentioned vegetables. But isn't there a such thing? And, and, and I'm expecting to be schooled on this. There's fruit juice and then there's vegetable juice. So how do you come uh, about like what what's the difference and and is so one better so no 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 one's not necessarily right that's when you get into un- needing to understand food combining and what to have with what and what not to have with what now if you're going to do a um a, a fruit juice it's best to do that fruit juice and try to make it all fruit like all apple juice all watermelon juice you might want to add uh some lime to it because lime gives all fruit uh, a specific type of power uh, it kind of it kind of uh, expands expands the flavor. It, it makes it taste better. It, it does a lot for it. But um, when you're combining fruits, a lot of people don't know. Uh, and that'd probably be a totally different show. But a lot of people don't know that there's certain things that you shouldn't put together, and there's certain things that you sh- you shouldn't eat them together. You uh, at the same time you shouldn't juice them together. Um, so like if I'm making a green juice with you know with with kale and 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 celery. Uh, and such. I'm one fruit that I might put in there that's kind of universal is maybe an apple. I might put an apple in there, um, um, but I, uh, I wouldn't put really strong astringent fruits in there. You know, you kind of want to do those categories together when you're juicing. So I, I want to go. I have a friend of mine. I don't know if I told this story. He's an emergency physician. Mm. He's a nationally certified toxicology expert. And I thought that's kind of dumb. You work in an emergency room. Mm-hmm. Why would you need to be toxicology? And he said, people come into the emergency room, you ready? Only with the outcome, but we don't know what caused it. Mm-hmm. So we study toxins mm-hmm. to look at the outcome. And when we see a person with that outcome, we go, oh, it must be these things that went into it. Mm-hmm. That's how we need to you know, change it mm-hmm. or mitigate it. But then you talked about something about you can you can mix fruit and vegetables and things of that nature and think you're eating healthy. I think about all the TV shows I see mm-hmm. early morning. I got this mixture of this juice and you should drink it. But you really don't know what's in it. How do we find out what is in a juice, what's in a vegetable juice and whether or not the mixture is good for us? Dr. Williams. So you have the label. Um, if you're going to buy a fruit juice, uh, it should have a label on it and let you know what's in that drink. And it also, when you look at the label, um, the 
the ingredient that is the most abundant is first, and it's de- and 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 the decreasing in ingredients is, is listed in order from greatest to least. So that's one uh, indication. Um, so if you're getting a fruit juice and the first ingredient on it is water, then you're not drinking juice; you're drinking water. <laughs> but, uh, you and and that's it's, it's it's interesting. We laugh, but it's interesting because we have been tricked so much. Mm. Uh, and 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 we may talk about this later, but on these, you know, on the food labels, it's really sad. Uh, we do need to know what we're eating. We need to know how much we're eating, and we need to know what we're getting when we eat it, mm-hmm. uh, when we consume it, especially with these fruit juices, because you really need to be careful. Um, I'm, I would tell somebody if you don't really know how to juice, juice one thing, and if you don't like the flavor, add coconut water, pure coconut water out of the fresh young green coconut mm-hmm. uh and if you have to learn to like it but don't damage yourself until you know more about what you're doing that's that would be my advice to people all right you're listening to men making health a priority sponsored by the uw all of us milwaukee at the center for community engagement our guest is dr jerome williams dr Bashir easter when we come back we want to talk about teaching how do you how do you Make people figure out and understand how to do all this stuff. We can talk about it, mm-hmm. but then there's a whole other part in terms of, of minority health, men's health, women's health, all that. How do we tie all that together and actually teach this type of thing? You're listening to Truth, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Men Making Health a Priority, presented by All of Us Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement and Health Partnerships on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Welcome back to Men Making Health a Priority on the new 1017 The Truth. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. I'm here with Bashir Easter and Dr. Jerome Williams. All of this that you hear is sponsored by the UW All of Us Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement. And, and I guess being in the community is something that all of us does. And so before we get deep into it, how can someone get a hold and get information and figure out how to contact all of us? Yes, thank you for that, Doc. So in, in order to you be a part of the program, you have to do your research. So we ask individuals to first go online uh, and look at it yourself at joinallofus.org and read all about it, understand the process. And when you are ready to set up your account, you can reach us at um, allofus.wisc.edu uh, or call, of at, call us at 1-888-294-2661. And so we're doing our best. Uh, to get people to do that first step, look at it, understand it, and then we'll help you through the process so you can get your data and your information. You can also email, email us at all of us, uh, uwmke at hslc.wisc.edu. And so it's weird because I got a call the other day that said, hey, we got to do a survey. And I said, you know, I'm not available. Can you call me back? <laughs> Yeah. She said, oh, honey, we're going to keep calling you when we talk to you. Like, we don't, this, this is what we do. This is, yeah. and, and I thought that was great because mm-hmm. every time I think about all of us and I think, like, I did the first thing, and then I went, okay, when they, they pop right back up. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we got to do the DNA. We got to do this. We got to do that. And now they got to do the survey. And, now they, and, I, and I think it's a great program because it keeps up with you right when you think, okay, I did everything. Yeah. They'll do it. And then you go, well, why haven't they come back with my, and, yeah. and then you read it and you go, oh, 
Okay, so there it is. It's time. I thought I was getting this, and I got this mm-hmm. with an entire list and all the information. Yes. And hey, maybe you should talk to a dietitian. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should talk to a this and talk to a that. And so it really comes down to how all of us teaches everybody. So it doesn't matter if you're a minority, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, whatever. That's right. It doesn't matter if you're straight, LGBT. None of that matters. Your body is your temple. That's correct. Um. And God loves everyone and mm-hmm. wants you to be fruitful, wants you to multiply, you know, created you in his image. And so when we talk about simple things in life, you know, just doing simple things, mm-hmm. we like to complicate stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. But we also have to realize God is in everything. Mm-hmm. Something as simple as going to the store mm-hmm. and going shopping. And so. Dr. Williams, what is it that we have to know about shopping? Because I know what I like, and I kind of know what's not good for me. <laughs> but but what is it that I need? You know, I'm, you know, I'm trying to avoid it, right? Because that's my favorite food. And I just, you know, but I had to cut out chocolate shakes, mm. right? I had to cut out sweets. I had to cut yeah. out all those things. And so, what do we really need to know about shopping for our food? And and don't be nice. You know, okay. don't don't tell us, well, you know, you got to watch obesity and you got to watch cancer and you got to watch. Be real. When we shop, are we even shopping the right way? I would venture to say probably most of us are not shopping the right, the right way. And I include myself in that. I mean, I'm still learning. You know, you know, you're learning every day. But, right. but Dr. Williams, you know, most wait, 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 Dr. Williams, you, you sound a little too nice. <laughs> Probably okay. not. I'm about to get into it. I'm about to do it. <laughs> so one of the things I want to say, Jump so when pool. we shop, typically we shop, we all shop in the same stores. We go to the same stores. We're right. not venturing all over the place, right? right. There's some basic things real quick that we should understand. When we go to the store, the you know, the store is basically a big square warehouse. And so we need to understand, when we walk in the store, most of us when we walk in the store, we see vegetables and fruits. As soon as you walk in the store, that's the first thing you see, because they probably just want you to walk right past it. But we see the vegetables and fruit. And so if we understand that the outer perimeter against the wall is where the good stuff, the healthy stuff is wow. primarily, and the aisles is where the poison is, wow. because it's on the shelf. And the reason why it's poisonous is because the companies that sell us our food are far more interested in shelf life than they mm-hmm. are in our life. Okay, so um, they're putting the preservatives in. What they're actually doing is they're taking the enzymes out Uh, because enzymes is what causes food to decay and to rot. You don't believe that, you know, sometimes we like like, for example, an apple, uh, you don't know where the enzymes are. They're they're fully in there, but they're not activated until you break that flesh. If you don't believe it, take an apple, throw it up against the wall, sit it down. And where that bruise is, you will soon uh, see it turn brown because you've broken the enzymes that were being inhibited, waiting on something to break that flesh. And it would literally begin to digest itself. Same thing with bananas. Just give it enough time and they turn brown because the enzymes get released over time and they begin to digest. Same thing with food. They know if they could take the enzymes out of apple juice, then that (laughs) apple juice will last six months. But if your food will last, it is not good for you. If bread, you know, bread shouldn't have more than five or six ingredients in it. But -hmm. if you look on the shelf, uh, in the store, it's got 40, 50, sometimes 60 mm-hmm. ingredients in the bread. None of it's good. And most of it you can't pronounce, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. it's not something that you should put in your mouth. Um, the ketchups that we eat, the mayonnaises, the mustards, all the soups and canned goods and things loaded with things that are not good for us to have in our bodies. 
So we need to understand that when we go to the store, we also need to understand how to read a label. And that's what most of us have no idea what mm -hmm. we're doing. When we look at the label, we need to understand, first of all, that the ingredients, like I said before, is listed from most abundant to least abundant in order. And so, again, if you're buying a fruit juice and the first thing is water, you're not you're not buying fruit juice. If you're trying to buy uh, cereal and the first ingredient is some type of sugar, like high fructose corn syrup, uh, uh, high fructose corn syrup or something like that, you know, you need to understand exactly what you're getting yourself into. You're getting yourself into a world of trouble. Hey, Dr. Williams, yeah. let me add something to that real quick. You, we mentioned how the, the stores are set up. I worked for a grocery store for four years, won't give the name, uh, but it was a design that when you walked into the store, the first thing you saw were all snacks. <laughs> it was before, it was the candies, it was the chocolate, it wow. was the snacks. And then we asked, why was it designed this way? And they basically said, because the, eye, the way the level is set is for the children. They put the candies and the cakes at the eye level of the child because that's the first thing they want to grab. And then it's actually that also it's set up that way because it, it activates the brain to think about the salt and the sugar that those tastes. And that's the first thing when they walk in is their body's activated to grab those things and put it in their cart first. And they put all the vegetables and all of that closer to the middle of the aisle, uh, further in and stuff like that. And so it was designed that way. It was designed that you fill your cart up with all of the other items and fill them up. And then it's not a lot of room for those fruits and vegetables. And, and the other thing, it doesn't have an abundance of fruit and vegetables in those certain areas that I've noticed. And this is a particular grocery store and it's still set up that way, actually. Um, so it, it as you were uh, talking about and I've been listening to this as we talk about how do we uh, teach and educate is just that it's like the first thing is is what is presented to you first when you walk into any store that you're about to consume an item and the other thing is that label what is on that label and they use certain high terms that you do have I have to have an MD or ND or a PhD to read <laughs> understand what those things mean but the one thing that's in our hand at all times what do we have now our cell phone. Oh, yeah. We could now take that and use an app, sit, hit the label uh, with the phone, and it'll tell you what's good and not good for you, those things that you use now. I've actually learned that when I go in a store and I want to find out if a product is there, I can go on the app mm -hmm. and find the aisle <laughs> where yeah. something is in yeah. a store 2,000 miles away. Yes. But when it comes to reading what... What's what's the weird one I knew growing up? Rainbow Flavin is. <laughs> I have no idea what that. Right? You, you go what? And and the ubiquitous artificial colors. Artificial what colors. What is that? Artificial flavor. Wait, wait. You're <laughs> actually telling me that what I'm giving you it looked like it's red, yeah. but it's not really red, mm -hmm. and it's not good for you. Mm -hmm. You don't want to know what makes something red. I want to go through that. Oh, I know what I know what makes something red. That's why I don't <laughs> particularly care for things red. I mean, and it's important. <laughs> it's important to understand. That they're that you said don't be nice. So they're they're lying to us on the label. Uh -huh. Absolutely. For example, that they know that we're afraid of 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 MSG, monosodium glutinate. Right. So do you know you could check Google or, or DuckDuckGo right now and and do a search on um, the names of MSG, and you'll probably come up with a list of about seventy eight different names for mm -hmm. MSG that you didn't know. Mm -hmm could be on that label that was really saying MSG, yeah, but might yeah. tell you natural flavors, might tell you, you know, something different mm -hmm. that you don't recognize as MSG. This is where we need to become educated and know what we're getting. You think you're looking at, they'll put the number of calories on it, a great big old 170. 
and you think this has 170 calories, I'm doing okay if I'm counting calories, which I don't recommend. But uh, but you need to know the serving size. Mm-hmm. You know, if a can of if a bottle of soda says it has 49 grams of sugar, mm-hmm. you think okay, well I can take 49. But what if it's two servings in there? Now you have right. to double everything that's on the label. And the other thing and that goes don't along, think about that. along with that, you think doctor. you're getting. No, Dr. Williams goes along with that as we talk about all of us in the in, uh, food deserts, right? We The whole conversation is how are you as an individual, how do you fare towards another individual that may be in the same city and a, but a different dip, zip code? And some of the zip codes that, that some of the individuals who are enrolled do live in, we say, food deserts in the areas that they actually have. All those, those corner grocery stores and stuff like that. And so they're really trying to understand as well for you to understand as an individual that, um, yeah, you might have to take that ride to go find some some food, some fruits and vegetables that are that are better for you. But um, how many of us are actually doing that? It's easier just to go well, right know, down to that store. Go ahead, Dr. Williams. Let me let me let me throw this in real quick. Um, you we need to, uh, you know, especially as African-American people need to understand what a CSA is. Nobody, most people have never heard of a CSA stands for community supported agriculture. And what that is, is it's a generally a farm in your area that's not advertised where they grow everything organically. Mm. And even if you eat meat, you can get that organically. You buy a share generally between 400 and $700 for 22 weeks. And they give you enough food for two people for a week generally for 22 straight weeks Mm. and everything you're getting is organic and healthy and it's called a csa we need to know what those are we need to search out the ones in our area find them and go to them i don't know what to say (laughs) i'm i'm you know how you think you're doing stuff right and you're taking it and you're looking at it you got it only to find out that you really really you really don't and so as an example yeah and and then we'll go to break i love altoids Mm -hmm. And I remember talking to a friend of mine who who works for pharmaceutical companies and sits on boards of people who make medicine. And so I was laughing. I said, well, yeah, this says zero fat, zero sodium and zero total carbs was like one gram. So the daily percent value percentage is zero. But then you read it and it says amount per serving and a serving is one mint. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's got to be like, what, 50 in here? Mm hmm. So they're able to say that there's no sodium and no That's fat right. in here because the number is so small mm-hmm. that you can say it's right. zero. Now you're on it. Unless you multiply right. each one yes. and you'll find out that the two gram, the one gram of sugar times 10 is actually 10 grams of sugar mm-hmm. or 50 grams of sugar. Grams and we don't think about that right. when we read it. But the Food and Drug Administration has actually given them the ability mm-hmm. to adjust and say, oh well, yeah, it's it's zero. Mm-hmm. Well, it's really not zero. Because how many right. how many are going to take one Altoid? I know when they even take uh, Tic Tacs and all that stuff, you're going to put more than one Altoid in your mouth. Correct. And you're going to put more and more Altoid in your mouth daily. Correct. Right? Yeah. I would say you're listening to men making a health priority, but <laughs> well, we are. Uh, that is making a health no, priority. This yes. is this is school. Oh yeah, it's school right yeah, here today. Sponsored by the UW All of Us Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement, Men Making Health a Priority. Our guests today, our co-host, Dr. Bashir Easter, and Jam, I almost got it wrong. Jerome, see, I'm so excited. You said Jam. Time. I'm about to say, that's, Ooh, that's your jam. new name, you Dr. Dr. Jam. See, here we go. <laughs> Dr. Jerome Williams, he's yeah. a doctor of naturopathic medicine. 
in the next segment, we're gonna we're gonna look at how, how people can get in touch with you, mm-hmm. how we can can go through all of us and kind of figure out what it is we need to do, where we need to do, how we go. And I have some. I'm debating whether I'm going to tell Bashir some news, so I think I'm going to tell him off the air. Oh, okay. And that way he can go, what? And yeah. then you can't repeat it. Okay, gotcha. Because you're in my domain. That's so, true. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Now, saying. we learning today. This is this. We sitting back. We are seat back, <laughs> Doc. Listen to this. I love it. You're listening to 101.7 The Truth. This is Men Making Health a Priority. More of Men Making Health a Priority, presented by All of Us Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement and Health Partnerships, is next on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Thanks, and welcome back to All of Us on the new 1017 The Truth. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. We have Dr. Jerome Williams, also known as Jam, and uh, <laughs> Dr. Bashir Easter. So we've, we've been talking all day of how the Bible, if you look at it as a history book, you can actually tell the history of health, your body, those spiritual things in Scripture that can help you become the man that you really need to be, the man that Christ wants you to be. And it starts really with taking care of your health. That's why all of us is here. That's why they sponsor men making health a priority mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. men thinking about making health <laughs> a priority. And so, um, for, first of all, we haven't had enough time, so we got to bring Jerome back in, a, I don't yes. know, a couple months or so. We got to bring yes. him back for round two because yes. there's so much that we just haven't touched. And, and, and Vivian keeps taking notes, and every time she takes notes, that's another show. And so it's just but, – but, but it was interesting because we're, we're here eating – in the studio, and I thought, wow, there's a label on the back of there. Mm-hmm. How do you figure out that it's good for you? Like, are there parts of it that are good for you and all those things? And so those are some of the things we really need to dive into the next time we talk to uh, Dr. Williams. But, Dr. Williams, how do we get in touch with you and your ministry? Uh, <clears throat> well, the best way to get in touch with, uh, in touch with me is through the uh, Body by Christ ministry, uh, Director James Tate. Uh, for the First Baptist Church of Glen Arden, who's uh, Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. And I appreciate uh, him for allowing us to have such a ministry that touches so many people. But I can be reached through that ministry. You can uh, go, you can send an email to bodybychrist at fbcg, I'm sorry, fbcglenarden.org. That's bodybychrist at fbcglenarden.org. Um, if you want to become a part of that ministry, you can go to fbcglenarden.org website uh, and just do a search for Body by Christ. It should take you there. I'm not 100% familiar with the website, but it should take you there. Um, and or you can call the ministry and ask about it uh, when you go to the website. There's a number you can call. So that's the best way to get a hold of me. They will send any correspondence that's intended for me to me personally, and uh, then I will be sure to, to answer any questions. Dr. Bashir? Yes, we are really trying to get more individuals who've already enrolled in the program to let them know that your data is coming back. And what I mean that data is coming back, you usually get your, your ancestry information. You should have received that information. Just fun facts regarding if cilantro tastes like cilantro or if it tastes like, they say, soap. And if you have, like, earwax, it's, it's flaky. If it's wet, 
Um, and even if you're lactose intolerant, those things are, are should have already gotten back to you. What the big data is coming back to you are those genetic genes that you were talking about, the 59 and the 7 genes are coming back. And you also have a genetic counselor that would be connected to you to help you in that process. We are in Milwaukee looking to have events to be able to let the people know uh, that their data is coming back and we want them to come. And we want you to bring a friend, bring a family and a friend, a, a family member or a friend to come see what you got. And then look at it. And then also, if they're interested to enroll. So we'll be working on that, getting those events to set. But if you want to start already, like I said, do your research. Go to um, all of us, um, uh, all of us .edu or join all of us .org. Take a look, research it, and then we'll send some information out as you'll start seeing throughout the community about coming and uh, learning about the information that you will receive it back because you need to know. Dr. Williams, I'm, I'm trying to think of the right phrase uh drinking water from water hose <laughs> you know it's just so much information but now i've heard it right i've sat here i i i follow men making health priority i follow the all of all of us i, I follow it you know got the center for community engagement the the friday night meetings i got everything but now i'm i'm hearing i really have to watch the way i shop mm -hmm. have to watch what i eat the ingredients that are in it but now I'm so overwhelmed, I have no idea where to start. Mm. How do I start? Well, today? That is such an excellent question. And there's so much more to this equation. Not that it is necessarily complicated. I think once you understand the basics of health, uh, you, you'll, you'll know that, you did, that there is a good starting point. But, you know, there's, there's, there's things like uh, nutrition, there's there's breathing, you know, there, there's skin care, there's hygiene, there's a thing called grounding where, you know, in order to reach optimal health and stay there, sometimes we need to just let our feet touch the actual ground mm. for a time period and let it reset certain things that are going on in our bodies uh, and, and make contact with the uh, earth. This is nothing that is not scriptural or, or, or heretical in any way. This is just the way that we were created. Mm -hmm. And so to know where to start, I would say, you know, know your numbers. That's one of the things that we stress is knowing your numbers. Mm -hmm. Go see your, your doctor and get your your blood pressure, know that, your doc. blood sugar, we know your that. cholesterol numbers, mm -hmm. know all these, you know, where's your, your, your vitamin D? That's a whole segment in it and lesson in itself is is the, the importance of vitamin D, vitamin C, and all these things. So if you know where your numbers are, you'll know where to start because mm -hmm. you'll know what you need to work on and what you need to back off of. So that's one thing. Understanding is meat good for me? Is it not good for me? No one's saying be a vegan or anything like that. But I don't think that, I think Americans eat far too much meat. Mm -hmm. I think we eat way too much meat. We need to increase fruits and vegetables. If you're sick, understand the best thing to do is to fast. Fasting is excellent for resetting and for and for detoxifying you don't even have to go and get an herbal combination you can actually fast and detox mm -hmm. if you and, and fast and drink water and just breathe and rest that's a detox so knowing where to start knowing your numbers and understanding the basics is what i would say i love it i just have one basic question i might have like 10 sure. or 12 more of course where were you 10 years ago <laughs> I was, I was looking. I was looking for somebody, and you, where you been? <laughs> what? what? Right. And, and so, and so, your 
your your journey, uh, if you can take a minute or so and tell us your journey of, you know, we, we spend a lot of time talking to people about where they are and where they ended up. But how did you get to where you are now? What was the spark that made you go, this is important and this is something I have to do versus just doing whatever? Excellent question. My, my first spark was when my mother got sick with cancer. It started mm-hmm. with colon cancer. It became breast cancer and then went to liver cancer and took her life. And I watched her pass away and I had no answers and neither did the doctors. And then shortly after she passed and I figured it would happen, my father got sick. And uh, it was a seven and a half, almost eight year journey of me caring for him. Uh, He died of the complications of high blood pressure and diabetes. And that is a slow killing process. I watched him go into renal failure. I watched him gain weight, lose weight, gain weight. I watched him lose a majority of his vision, uh, all kinds of things. Uh, And so it made me say, I need to know what's going on because being him being on 11 medications and none of them working, mm-hmm. I, I said, this is not God's plan. And so my journey was to learn about diabetes, learn about high blood pressure. I've read books. I, the first book I read was written by Kevin Trudeau, Natural Cures They Don't Want You to Know About. I read that book. I read the references to that book. And I called the physicians and the doctors who were some of which were, were uh, Nobel Prize winning physicians and so forth. Uh, and I called them literally in other countries and, and spoke to them. I developed a relationship. I know I had a relationship with uh, Dr. Uh, Sabi and Dr. Uh, Tim Morrow in California mm-hmm. and uh, other well-known herbalists and, and healers uh, that uh, have helped me a lot of nutritionists like uh, Aris Latham and Kepra Anu. These are people who everyone should know uh, and should study. Uh, and this this is where my journey kind of was. I've just spent the last 20 some odd years just learning more and more and more and more uh, in order to help my people, to help people in general to get healthy. That's my goal is to help people. And I consider everybody to be my people. Mm. So that's that's my journey. That is that is outstanding. Mm-hmm. And and I have to compliment you for having the drive. Uh, my mother also died of multiple cancers at the same time. And so it was it was one of the drivers for me to actually excel and do things mm-hmm. and complete things in her memory. So I can I can definitely mm. connect with that. Uh, any last words, Dr. Bashir? I sat here and I was a true student. I appreciate it. Like I said, I want to thank Vivian for making this connection and Ken having this platform for us to be able to have these conversations because this is information I guarantee a lot of Milwaukeeans don't have. And so we heard it and we're going to hear some more. I hope we would definitely do it again. Looking forward to it. Men Making Health a Priority on the new 1017 The Truth, sponsored by UW All of Us Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement. I want to thank everyone for being here. Our guests, Dr. Jerome Williams, Dr. Bashir Easter. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. Have a great rest Good of your day. Good job, brother. Oh, that was good. <laughs>